Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear in this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out nhte.net and be sure you are subscribing to this podcast. If you are already doing so, thank you and tell your friends to do so as well. You can talk with other listeners and even past guests from this show in our Facebook group, which is called NHTE Listeners. There's a link to it at nhte.net. And if you've got questions or comments that you would rather send right to me instead of posting in there, the email address is podcast at nhte.net. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Philadelphia, my guest is a recording artist and entrepreneur known for his platinum hit single Jordan Belfort and accompanying tour where he performed 50-plus shows across the U.S. and Europe. The song reached number 25 on the Billboard charts, and the official music video for it has more than 36.5 million views. As of 2020, my guest has more than 1 million monthly listeners and over 200 million streams worldwide. He has just released a brand new official music video for the song that you've been hearing called Bad Hair. It's my pleasure to welcome to now hear this entertainment, Dill. Whoa now. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Dill. What's up? Thanks for doing this today. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, Bruce. Thank you for having me on, man. I'm happy to be here and uh, talk a little bit with y'all. Awesome. Well, let's have you start off by telling the audience about the song of yours that was just playing called Bad Hair, especially since I was talking over it and they couldn't hear the lyrics clearly. Yeah, Bad Hair is one of my favorite songs. Um, you know, it's it's really just inspired by kind of the new generation of SoundCloud rap. And uh, it's just a fun song, you know, kind of a little bit about me and my story, um, you know, having a good time. Uh, really Philly, Philly-based song, and yeah, it's it, it's a good time. It's a real party banger, a, a song that you could turn up to. Nice, nice. Well, I do want to thank everyone who has made the time to check out this episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. In case you are new to the show, there is also more available besides the weekly episodes that you see either on the website or whatever podcast app you're listening through. At the beginning of 2020, I overhauled the Patreon for this show so that you can get bonus content that is ad-free only through that method and all for just five bucks a month. So Dill and I will be talking about even more over on there. Plus, there are already audio files up there from the last almost four months worth of guests dating back to the episode that was released back on Christmas Day. Hit the show website, nhte.net, and then hit the orange-colored Support Us on Patreon button for access and more details. Dill, as I mentioned in the intro, you just released the official music video for that song, Bad Hair. I watched it. I want to encourage the audience to go check it out as well. Just talk about the making of that video. Like, you know, where was it shot? How long did it take? And then I guess also, did the quarantine that's been caused by this pandemic hinder the project at all? Or was it all shot long enough ago that it was just in post-production once the coronavirus came around? Yeah, so Bad Hair was a, a concept that I've been trying to put together for a long time. Um, you know, when the song first originally came out, I knew I wanted to bring out a Tesla to 30th Street Station. I mean, you hear in the lyrics, that's kind of what it, what the song is saying. So I knew I wanted to do that. 
But as far as the idea, I know I needed to develop it further. So I linked up with uh, my friend who's a director at uh, Paperboy Media. His, main, his name's director, Matt Dunstan. He's a man. He killed it. Um, so, you know, we put together, we put together, you know, the concept for bad hair. We wanted it to be something more than just, you know, kind of flashy showing off the car at uh, 30th Street. You know, we wanted to, we wanted it to be very silly, but we wanted it to have that artistic side as well. So, uh, you know, we came up with some great ideas that was inspired by this old clip that we had from like a 1950s, 1960s movie. And so uh, we used the green screen and uh, we really got together a, a great team of people. And uh, they went they went to the junkyard, uh, with, uh, Matt and, and uh, Mike, another guy from Paperboy, and just, just put together an awesome green screen scene as well as a scene in, in my apartment um which was a lot of fun so you know we just had a great time with the video it's probably my best independent project to date um you know i helped direct and put together the whole idea so it was a great time very silly video silly vibes and uh, i'm happy with how it came out so definitely go check that out on youtube Wow. Wow. That's, it sounds, I mean, it's a, it's a cool looking video. Like I said before, those of you that are listening, I want you to check it out because it really is, you can tell they put a lot of work into it. So that's, that's interesting to hear all the behind the scenes because you see it and you say, this is a great looking video. And then you got to stop and say, well, you don't know how much actually went into making this thing. Like it, it's not something that we did. It, it sounds like it took probably quite a long time to put it all together. Yes. Yeah, there was quite a bit of planning behind it. And then when the shoot came together, we shot the whole thing in one day. And so actually, it was uh, it was snowing that day and raining. It was like a rainy, sleet, you know, Philadelphia winter, dark, gray, gloomy skies. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, you know, it was coming down hard. And actually, it was kind of the best and worst thing, right? Because on one hand, the, the rain made it more difficult to shoot outside. And a big part of shooting was driving around uh, Philly and outside shooting. So it made that difficult. But on the other hand, the song is bad hair when it's raining and it's all about raining. So um, I'm really glad that it ended up happening because we got these awesome shots with the clouds over the Philadelphia skyline and just like <laughs> these beautiful landscapes that you would never see otherwise. So, I mean, you can really see that in the video and it was a little bit harder to shoot. It was cold. It was wet but it just came out perfect for, for the concept, which was just bad hair when it's raining, pulling up to 30th Street with the Tesla. Um, you know, we really got to bring that vision to life from the original song. And Jasmine James also appears in that video with you. Yeah, Jasmine James is a friend of mine. Uh, she did a great job in the music video. I'm really happy that I was able to bring her out. Um, you know, we had a great time shooting the video and, uh, you know, I, I, I think she did a great job and we're both happy with how it came out. So, yeah. I imagine that with all the work that you just described and all the planning that goes into it, that the actual day of the release must be such a, a tremendous rush for you, such a big release. I'm talking about endorphins. Uh, you know, I don't use the same word twice, but to see it finally come out is probably a, a big moment for you because you do know how much went into it. So it's exciting to sit and wait for everybody to finally get a chance to see it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, release date is something that I never like to rush. So, you know, when I first got the original cut from Matt, you know, we went back and forth a little bit, um, you know, talking about how to improve it from there. And then, um, 
you know, and then I think we got another cut and that cut was looking really awesome. But then uh, still, you know, I wanted to release it on a Friday and I had to put together uh, some like trailers for Instagram and a release strategy as well as just a promotion strategy because, you know, I'm I'm running my own independent label. So I'm doing everything myself, marketing and promotion wise. So um, I think it's all about having a plan and then being ready to execute on that plan um, to get the initial, you know, wave going around a big release. So this is something I've been planning for for a while and uh, not rushing the process, but it's very exciting on the day of the release just to see the feedback and to send it to some of my biggest supporters and hear their input and everything like that. So, uh, you know, I've come a long way since shooting my first music videos here in Philly with like looking for some trouble and hey, what's up, hello. And, uh, you know, the goal here is to just continue to elevate and uh, increase my production value and, uh, and, you know, the content I'm putting out and the music side and the video side. Nice, nice. Well, we've been talking about the song Bad Hair and the video for it, but I should mention to the audience that that song is off of the Crypto Rich album that just came out last August. Dill, talk about that release itself on the whole. Yeah, Crypto Rich is... Uh, an album that's been a long time coming. That's my debut album for real. Um, I released a bunch of singles back in 2016 around when Jordan Belfort was popping off. And, um, you know, we were so busy touring that I was only able to get out a couple singles at that time. And uh, at the end of all, all of the Jordan Belfort hype, I ended up deciding to go back to college to finish my education. Oh. So I took a couple years off from releasing music, but I was also just working on my craft. Um, you know, improve, improving my flow, improving my delivery, um, improving my understanding of social media and just how to create my brand and everything like that. And so um, from there, when I graduated, um, you know, I kind of got to got the amount of time I needed to really refocus back on music and uh, the, release the Crypto Rich album. And kind of as a part of that process, um, you know, after after the Jordan Belfort tour and everything like that, I got real interested in cryptocurrency, which is basically like Bitcoin and blockchain. And so I got interested in investing. And so all of that kind of culminated with my Crypto Rich album, which kind of ties together my whole story. So uh, Crypto Rich is really about, you know, what brought me from, uh, you know, from Jordan Belfort to releasing music again and what I'm doing now. So I primarily work in cryptocurrency and uh, Bitcoin and blockchain here in Philly. So that's a big part of what I do. And I, I try to bring it all together with my album, Crypto Rich. Yeah, and I like that as I was preparing for this today, I like that I read something where you were being clear and you were telling people, don't misunderstand Crypto Rich to think that it's an album that's all about cryptocurrency. It's really more about your story. So I liked the analogy that you were making there and as you were just starting to allude to with that description. I, I wonder what advice do you have for up-and-coming artists who have something go on in their life that, you know, you just described that you took a step back after the Jordan Belfort stuff was over and you went back to college and even though it may have looked to people like you were laying low, you were working on your craft behind the scenes. But what advice do you have? Because I think if someone takes a long period off like that in their career, they could put a ton of pressure on themselves and say, okay, so when I come out, like it has to be great because everyone's going to be waiting and waiting and saying, when are you going to finally put something out? And obviously, you always want to put out your best work, you know, but 
I think sometimes there's probably a tendency to put too much pressure on yourself and say, this has to be perfect because everybody's waiting for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm very straight up here. I think the average artist puts way too much pressure on himself to be perfect. Um, mm. You know, I, I, I never try to be perfect. I, I never worry too much about what I release. I think that that really hinders a big part of of the, the production process. So, you know, I like to, um, you know, work on my stuff to a certain point. And, of course, I like to get my sound as good as possible, and I like to work on my raps as much as possible. But I think... There's a fine line between, you know, over-focusing and, um, and just kind of releasing things and moving on, right? Because you're, when you're not releasing constantly, you're kind of losing momentum. And it's important to keep your momentum up. So I think having a consistent release schedule is, is, is highly important. And you don't want to focus too much on being a perfectionist. Um, you know, it's important to get your music out there and keep releases consistent. And so, uh, you know, growth is uh, growth is what's important. And you can always make new music and release, you know, better and better work. But if you just never end up releasing anything, then you know it's hard to it's hard to build an audience. Yeah, I like it. I like it. That's good advice. By the way, I notice on iTunes that there are two different versions of the Crypto Rich album, including even a different price, even though they both have nine songs on them what's the difference in the two versions of the album uh you know that's something that'll probably get fixed i mean the the, the updated price is the latest version so uh you know that that that's nothing to worry about there there shouldn't be two different copies of the album that's just a, a distribution error um you know i've i've as an independent artist i work with a lot of different distributors so I have the album. I, I make sure the album's distributed uh, a lot of different ways. So sometimes that happens, and, and I just need to get it cleared up. Okay. But, uh, you know, that, that's part of being an independent artist and, uh, you know, managing everything yourself. Gotcha, gotcha. By the way, for those of you who are checking out this episode, because you're a follower of Dill, thank you. And you might want to check out some similar episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. I'm thinking of... Uh, episode 315 with Wordsmith. He's a musician, a rapper, entrepreneur from down in Baltimore. And I will put links to these episodes on the show page for Dill's episode at nhte.net. I'm also thinking of Phony People. They are out of New York. And a guy by the name of Leandro, who's out of Toronto, uh, all kind of in the same genre as the music that Dill is doing. So I'll put links to all those so you can listen to some similar artists. Dill, in the announcement about the Crypto Rich album, you were referred to as a rapper, but it's said that you were making your hip-hop debut, yet the song Bad Hair is referred to as trap. So what is the difference between rap, hip-hop, and trap music? Um, well, I, I mean, Bad Hair, I would say the beat is in a trap style for sure. But uh, the the it's definitely a hip hop song as far as the genre categorization goes. So I make I make hip hop music typically. Um, trap is a is a is a style of music. I know that it is an independent style of music. It's also a way to describe a certain type of sound. So um, you know I like trap beats. I like that kind of sound in my hip hop music, right? So um, but. Also, I don't think of myself as just a hip-hop artist. I mean, um, I'm also an entrepreneur. 
I'm also, uh, you know, I also sing a bit in my music. I've got some wavy new releases coming up. And so, uh, you know, I, I like to do a lot of different things. So I don't, I don't categorize myself in a particular way. Like, oh, I only make hip hop music. Okay. Okay. Well, I do want to give you a chance to talk about the success of Jordan Belfort, the song that I mentioned back in the intro that really put you on the map. How did you get teamed up with Wes Walker? Who did you do that song with, you know, meaning producer-wise? And then just talk about everything surrounding Jordan Belfort, that whole that whole period that you went through. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, Wes Walker is one of my best friends since, uh, really since middle school. And so we have, have always been friends and interested in music and everything like that. So uh, we would always freestyle and, and just have fun, like listening to music and rap music. And uh, we used to do like a DJ entertainment company in high school even. And then uh, towards the end of high school, we started recording some rap music and, and Jordan Belfer was just a song that we kind of made for fun um, uh, after, right after high school. And we put it out on SoundCloud and uh, not much happened for about a year and a half. But after about a year and a half, we realized that it was, uh, you know, getting some traction. And we had put the song out, um, you know, right after the Wolf of Wall Street movie came out. I saw that movie right when it came out in theaters. And then we were making a song like next week. And so the about a year and a half later, it started getting some traction on SoundCloud. Uh, started blowing up in the college scene. And uh, we then, we basically linked up with somebody that we knew from high school who was Yofrey Ray from College Weekly. And he helped us put together the Jordan Belfer video in Miami. And we actually made that video on a budget of only uh, one to two K. But the wow. song was so popular that we were able to uh, link up with students um, we just reached out to a network of college students like university of florida university miami and we got in touch with uh someone who let us use their giant mansion on the waterfront for a video scene and then someone else who got us on the yacht and so we just had a lot of support for that video and uh and uh from there the song just really took off we ended up going on tour doing 40 to 50 shows around the country and uh you know, we had a great run. We made some uh, additional music. We made our song Haters, which is doing pretty well. I made my song Hey, What's Up, Hello, which is my second biggest song after Jordan Belfort. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, it. a lot of stuff happened at that time, and I think it was just us really building up a big wave. And I just released a, a vlog on YouTube all about that, so you can see lots of different footage from um, the Jordan Belfort tour and uh, all of our shows and all of kind of the behind the scenes stuff. So that's on my YouTube. If you just search still, you can find it. And uh, yeah, so we had a great time, uh, but I decided to go back and finish my education and just work on music a little more because, you know, I needed to learn more about the music business and just how to release and, and create music and work on my production process. Um, but yeah, I took some time off and I continued to work on that. And then when I came back, you know, I didn't just, uh, focus on new music i really worked hard to create some content for my old music and work on my social media to promote that and uh you know that's been a great strategy my song hey what's up hello has has done really well since i released the music video last year in 2019 so the song's been out since 2016 itself um but then 
when I released the music video last year, uh, the song has grown a lot and it's now over a million on Spotify mm. and, uh, it's doing pretty well with streaming and, and, and everything like that. So, um, you know, I, I still work on, worked on promoting my old music a lot as well as the new crypto rich album. And I've released a few singles since then. And I've got more coming as well. Outstanding. Outstanding. I want to clarify, and again, I'm thinking about those who are listening who are aspiring artists themselves. When you say you took some time off and you went to college and you learned more about the music business, do you mean that you learned about the music business at college or what you were studying at college had nothing to do with it and you were learning the music business on your own time? Yeah, I I, I was uh, studying finance in college, so uh, it had okay. nothing to do with okay. uh, music business at all um you know everything i've learned about the music business has been from from experience and um you know just from from kind of getting out there and networking and trying to learn as much as possible about about video and audio and and recording and studios and and the whole music production process and the business surrounding it as well as marketing and promoting music so you know those are all different fields with with a lot of depth to them and i try to learn as much as possible but um yeah i mean you can go to school to learn about music but and you know and, and that's a great thing to do especially if that's your passion and, and you want to learn about music production and everything like that but you can also uh you know teach yourself those things and so i've i've been mostly self-taught in everything i know awesome awesome i love it I'm joined today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Philadelphia by recording artist and entrepreneur Dill. Visit his official website at itslit.org, and I will put a link to it on the show page for this episode at nhte.net. Once you land there, you will find links to engage with Dill on social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. You can follow him on Spotify, but support Dill by purchasing his music, which would benefit him more. You can do so from Apple Music, which is iTunes, and there is a link to that from his website as well. I mentioned earlier about the Patreon for this show. Check out the bonus audio, which is ad-free, by going to the show website, nhte.net, and hit the orange-colored Support Us on Patreon button. It's only 5 bucks a month. And don't forget that another way you can support the show is through your regular everyday purchases on Amazon. It's no extra cost to you, so you're able to support NHTE without taking extra money out of your pocket. Just go to the show website, nhte.net, scroll down to the tall Amazon banner, and then once you click that, it will open either their shopping app if you're on your phone, or it'll open their website if you're on your computer. Either way, at the end of the transaction, they will kick back a small percentage of the sale to me, which helps with the expenses that I have for putting out a new episode of this show every week. And by the way, I don't even see what you bought. So thanks for your support of the show through the exclusive ad-free bonus audio on Patreon or by starting your online shopping through my Amazon banner. Dill, in mentioning your various online destinations there, you also have the Dilluminati group chat. Tell the audience what that's all about and also how they can access it. Yeah, I've got a few things that um that I've been working on lately. I actually just released my uh, Dill official merch store at itslit.org slash merch. So I just dropped a whole bunch of fire emoji merch, you know, it's lit, um, building up that brand as well as Dilluminati is uh 
you know, that is something that's a little more underground, but then people don't usually bring up, but it's dope. The Illuminati is my group chat for artists. Uh, it's basically for independent artists, entrepreneur, or really just music fans in general. So even if you're not an artist, but you're a fan of music and you want you want to learn about music business and artist development and entrepreneurship, um, you know, I'm trying to bring together a collective of people to support each other online as well as, as learn about these various things. So I post a lot of information in there as well as special offers and just kind of inside info about what I'm working on. So uh, through Illuminati, you know, right now I'm working on some services for independent artists, uh, uh, specifically in distribution and uh, working on getting a distribution partner and everything like that. So really it's the beginning of my independent label that's forming, which is going to be more like, uh, you know, kind of a boutique label with, with specific artist services. Um, and, and, you know, that's something that's in development now. So I can't really say too much more uh, before it's ready. But that's definitely something to look into. And if you're interested, you could go to Deluminati.com and join our group chat on Discord uh, where we talk about all of this. You can always reach out to me on Instagram and DM me for more info. Okay. I do want to put you on the spot a little bit, though. I know you said you're not at liberty to disclose a whole lot yet, but there's going to be up-and-coming artists who are going to hear this interview, and they're going to say, he's launching a record label. I wonder if he can sign me to his label. So are you going to do that with the label? Are you, yes, I am, but people can't contact me yet? Or where does all that stand? Yeah, so that is what I'm heading towards, but it's not going to look like something where I'm giving out money and signing artists anytime in the near future okay right now it's going to look like artists artists that want to link up with what i'm doing will be able to um you know right now i'm working on a distribution partnership for artists but that is still going to have a fee for the artists as far as distributing their music okay now it's going to be it's it's something now there's a lot of distribution platforms that artists use already so you know, I'm at this point, I'm starting a, an independent label and I'm not proposing that I'm going to be signing artists for a lot of money, anything like that. Not quite there yet, but I am going to be offering some similar services to what artists already use. They'll just be able to do it under our collective. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, I, I try to keep everything, um, you know, kind of focused on the independent artist and kind of where I see the music industry headed in terms of music release and distribution. Um, you know, a lot has changed in the past uh, five to 10 years, and I've witnessed a lot of that happening. And so I kind of see where, where the industry is going in, as far as what artists need in terms of support for distribution and uh, creating new music. Well, I want to give you props because just backing up to the Deluminati, there's a message listeners that you'll see when you go on deluminati.com where he's saying that it's spreading a message of positivity and support and dill you go out of your way on that site to say as you were mentioning before that it's not just for artists you specifically mentioned entrepreneurs managers producers actors models so i'm giving you props because you are being very open-minded about that and saying let's be positive let's support each other and let's not limit it to just artists yeah, absolutely. I mean, I see it as a place where where all types of creatives can come together, um, you know, and there's always two sides to that. You know, there's always going to be 
the side that's more focused on business and the side that's more focused on, you know, the art and creativity. And so, you know, even if you're someone who, you know, has, doesn't have a lot of creative input or, you know, could never be an artist or singer or rapper, but you want to be on the business side of all of this, you know, this is the place that you need to come to learn and talk to artists and uh, get something going. You know, it all starts, it all starts with you um, going out and seeking opportunities. And so I'm just trying to create a common, uh, positive place to do that. Yeah, and those of you who have been listening to this show for a long time, you know that I'm always talking about collaboration and how important it is that the that the CEO word that you use is collaboration and not the CEO word that's competition because we all have different talents. We all can help each other out. I'm thinking, Dill, of someone who might be a real good YouTuber that might want to come to the Illuminati for that reason because they do have something to contribute in terms of their, their knowledge and their success with YouTube. And all these creatives can all work peacefully together and can coexist within the Illuminati that you have. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just a positive environment. I make sure that, you know, before I send the link, I always send a long kind of, you know, it's a little bit repetitive and a little bit ridiculous, but I send like a big long message, just, just making sure that nobody is going to click on this link unless they, you know, are, are going to be bringing good vibes and positivity. So I think, the way that I bring people into the chat, uh, you know, helps to make sure there's not too many like trolls coming in there or anything like that. Mm. Uh, but, you know, it's something that's still developing. We just passed a thousand members. Uh, it's, you know, we're working on, you know, giving more, giving more ideas of what to do in the chat. You know, we have a lot of cool things going on right now. So if you want to learn about music promotion and entrepreneurship and business, it'll be a cool place for you to go check some stuff out, ask some questions, communicate with people. Nice, nice. Well, as people will see when they go into the press section of itslit.org, you have gotten a lot of coverage that way. Does the press find you? Do you find them? Are you doing this all yourself? Or is there, say, a publicist helping get all this for you? Yeah, so with Jordan Belfort, it was a lot uh, done for me. Everything else I have kind of been a part of. Um, it's a combination. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it. It's kind of like anything else. You know, you can do it yourself. You can reach out to a ton of different press outlets and, and get into them. But you need to first learn a little bit about how it's done. You need to kind of put together your own story and then pitch it to all these outlets. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I recommend that you get a publicist and uh, learn from them and, and work with a publicist for a while. And once you see a little bit of what they do, you you can choose to try to do it yourself if you'd like, if you have that skill set. Um, but at the same time, you know, working with a publicist is always going to be more professional and get you better connections and a better article and submit it to better sources. So there's always trade-offs just like anything in marketing or a business. Well, one thing that we have not talked about, everything has been, for all intents and purposes, pretty much present day but let's go way back how and when did you first get your start in music yeah i mean uh i always was really interested in music even uh you know as back in high school i i really started getting into rap um with meat mill and rick ross and maybach music back at the times when i got like really into rap and uh you know, I, I started listening to all different kinds of artists, um, you know, and some of my favorite artists now are like Drake, Young Thug, um, 
you know, G-E-Z. It, you know, there's a lot of different artists that, that I look up to. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I try to have a diverse style of music. Um, you know, I like I like Lil Uzi Vert lately. Also, artists from Philly who I really look up to. Um, you know, I, I try to have a diverse style of music. And I think it's some of my newer stuff you're going to hear that. So what would you say, you you started to touch on this a little bit before when I was asking you about rap versus hip-hop versus trap music, but what would you say is your songwriting process? Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's a little bit different every time, but generally I always start with the beat, and um, I'll, I'll lay some lyrics down and record my own stuff. I record a lot of stuff in my home studio, um, but I generally start with the beat, Sometimes I'll come up with a song idea and find a beat to fit it, but that's less common. But are you creating the beats yourself, or you're or are you getting them from elsewhere? And and if the answer is I get them from elsewhere, is it from one specific source or a bunch of sources? Yeah, I I generally get my beats from a lot of different producers. I mix and master and do a lot of my engineering myself. So I do a lot of the recording process myself, but I get production from all different producers. Now, if someone hears this interview and they have beats they want to send you, do you accept those, or is it I kind of have my groove of where I like to get them from? No, you can send them to beats at itslid.org. Okay, nice, nice. And I want to clarify, for those of you who have been listening the last few weeks and you've heard me talking about when I usually get to the portion of the show when I talk about the Access Vegas newsletter and I talk about that I was supposed to be in Las Vegas doing a speaking engagement. If you're on the Patreon content, you heard me clarifying on there that I did not obviously end up going to Las Vegas because of nobody going anywhere due to the pandemic. But I want to tell you that they did not stop publishing the Access Vegas newsletter, even though the city of Las Vegas is shut down and the whole rest of the country is shut down. The editor has been publishing a lot of content talking about his experience that he's been living in Las Vegas for, I think, forever, but at least for 20 years. And he's been clarifying in there that, you know, he's not being uh, wishful thinking. He's not trying to rush things. He's not being irresponsible and telling people start making plans to come back to Las Vegas. He's saying, this is what I'm hearing from people right here in Las Vegas. And that's one of the great things about the Access Vegas newsletters. You're getting it from someone who is right there in that city and has been publishing this newsletter for many years. So if you haven't looked at it yet, even though there's the pandemic, this is going to end eventually and we will all start making travel plans again and people are going to want to celebrate and go to a fun city like Las Vegas. So go to my website, nhte.net, click on the Access Vegas logo, and then during sign-up, put in the code BRUCE to get $5 off. It's an email newsletter that you'll get from them that's just packed with all kinds of information. If you're going to Las Vegas, if you're just thinking about it, or if you want to kind of get some of the insider tips on where to go, where not to go, what to avoid, savings that you can realize without even having to have coupons, there's plenty to read in the Access Vegas newsletter. Go to nhte.net, click on the Access Vegas logo, and then during sign-up, put in the code BRUCE to get $5 off. Uh, Dill, speaking of other cities, I know you're based in Philadelphia, but any thoughts of someday maybe relocating to, say, New York or L.A. for your music career? Yeah, I mean, my family recently moved out to L.A., so it's certainly something I would consider, but for the near future, I'm here in Philly. Um, I'll probably always be back and forth a little bit, 
Um, but, you know, I, I like to go to New York and L.A. a decent amount, so I'm always traveling. So, yeah, speaking of traveling, did I see, were you able to get in a performance in Minnesota before the country started shutting down for the pandemic? I think I saw something on your social media that, that looked like you were out there. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, we actually had a show. Um, I think it was the weekend. They kind of, the weekend they canceled school and everything. So everyone's school got canceled and all that. And then we had a show that Friday night and uh, we weren't sure how it was going to go, but we ended up selling it out like mm. 300 plus heads. Mm. Uh, and then after that, things got kind of crazy. So I was supposed to have a show in New York City um, on April, I think it was uh, March 19th, but that was the next week. And so that next week, everything got canceled. So my show in New York got uh, rescheduled for July. So hopefully that'll still happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was near sold out. There's probably still a few tickets left. Uh, and the show's going to be rescheduled for July now. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know that a lot of performers who are trying to find some way to make some money while the pandemic has eliminated the possibility for doing live shows. A lot of performers are doing live streaming through everything from Instagram Live to Facebook Live to YouTube Live, you name it. Are you doing anything like that, or are you using this time to, it sounds like you've been talking about here and there as we've been having this conversation, working on some new music. Yeah, I've been working on hella new music. I got a new song coming out on April 24th. It's called Big Facts, and that's a real banger. I think everyone's going to um, really enjoy that song. And I got a, a few new songs coming out as well. Then working with some new distribution partners. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about what's to come. I've been focusing on um, just, just working on my craft and, and working on my business and everything like that. Uh, and I just released my merchandise line. So I, I keep the releases coming. Uh, you know, I just released the bad hair video. I just released my merchandise line. I continue to do, um, you know, my, my photo shoots and, and, and stuff. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm keeping it going despite the quarantine, recording new music, trying to get in some work when I can. Well, and you're releasing it despite the fact that your new album did just come out in August. And I think a lot of people, at least under the old model that the music industry knew for so long the old model was you'd release that album and you would just promote it promote it promote it promote it promote it including performing live until it's time to hunker down and go create more new music towards releasing another album and in your case you're saying it's out there i'm making videos for some of the songs that are on there but i'm already making new music that album will continue to live on but i'm already looking ahead to more new singles and stuff like that Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've already released a few singles, uh, even a music video for something uh, after the album. So you can go watch my Pause music video, which is a dope video with Legendary Always. And uh, I released a song called Too Hard with uh, PFV. So I've been dropping new music, trying to find new collabs and just expand my network, um, even as I'm still working on getting the pieces together for the Crypto Rich music videos and everything like that. Wow, wow. Well, we're going to close today with another song of yours, one called Hey, What's Up, Hello. Before we let you go and you and I go record some extra content for Patreon, tell the listeners all about this song, please. 
Yeah, hey, what's up, hello? I dropped it in 2016 around when Jordan Belfort came came out. It's really just describing the vibe, um, you know, what what it's like doing shows and, and kind of traveling and being a rapper and uh, having that experience. And so I finally got the chance to put together the music video I always wanted in 2019. And when I released some new music video in 2019, uh, that's when the song really started taking off. And so now it's got over a million streams on Spotify. It's my second biggest song, and I'm happy about where it's going. It's a, it's a catchy banger. And, uh, yeah, so if, if this is your first time hearing it, definitely add it to your streaming playlist. Uh, put it on a party playlist. You know, it's, it's a good time, good vibes on this song. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy with it as my biggest independent single, and I'm excited for what's to come with my other music as well. Yeah, and I love something that you just said there. It's so smart. You had mentioned this before, that you said that you went back and you kind of revisited some of your older content and gave it new life. And so here's a great lesson. You know, for Dill to have this song that he just told you that we're about to hear came out in 2016, but he went back last year and said, well, I'm going to make a video for it now. That's ter- that's brilliant. That's brilliant because you have this song that's out there that you say, well, how can I give it some new life and reintroduce it to people? Well, why not make a music video? So props to you. That's that's a great job by you to, to bring that song back in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, your music is an asset and you need to make sure that, you know, you, you're getting the full value of it. So I, I've always known that song was, was good. So I, I wanted to get a, a video behind it and get the proper visuals to go with it to take it to the next level. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to play it in its entirety here in a minute, and I will not talk over it this time. But, Dill, I want to thank you for your time. It's been great talking to you. I appreciate you making the time here for me on Now Hear This Entertainment. Yeah, thank you. And make sure to go check me out on social media, Famous Dill, and go to my website, itslit.org. Check out my music and new merch as well. Awesome. Listeners, that will do it for another episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to recording artist and entrepreneur Dill. Visit his official website at itslit.org. I will put a link to it from the show page for this episode at nhte.net and then engage with him on social media. So that means like his Facebook page, follow him on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to his YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell him you heard him and his music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Remember that while you can follow him on Spotify, the better way to support Dill is to purchase his music from Apple Music, which is iTunes. There's a link to it from itslit.org. Also on itslit.org, look for the hashtag Deluminati banner to click on to go to that group chat that you heard him talk about. Don't forget that Dill and I will have some extra conversation over in the bonus content that's only available exclusively through Patreon. There's already similar audio up there from the last almost four months worth of guests. It's only five bucks a month. It's ad-free. That's the only place you can get it. So once you go get the content from he and I, it unlocks access to all those others that are already up there and everything going forward. Go to the show website, nhte.net, hit the orange-colored Support Us on Patreon button, and that will take you to where you can gain access to the exclusive content. Remember also about scrolling down on nhte.net to the tall Amazon banner to start all of your shopping through them that way so that they can kick back a small percentage of the sale to help me with the expenses that I have for doing this show every week for what is more than six years now, and it's no cost to you. 
For now, that will do it for episode 323. Thanks ever so much for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Dill. This is the one he just talked about. It's called Hey, What's Up? Hello. What's up, hello, I wanna talk for a minute I'm getting dirty money, been a boss for a minute Pulled up in a limo with the windows tinted No iced out penny, I'm fresh out on pretending Then they let me in, cut the line Snapchat stories, gotta post that on my timeline Gotta hit the green room just to get my mind right Got it on my rider, so I gotta have my Klondike What is so you think I look cool All about my rhymes, never liked how cool Never let these dudes act too cool Now I got it poppin', they all know me in my school Now I got a rocket, spit venom and venom Tell her fuck her up like she's sucking on a lemon Baby, I'm the teacher, and today in the lesson Just forget stressing, come here when I beckon Hey, what's up, hello, I wanna talk for a minute Getting dirty money, been a boss for a minute. I ain't gotta rent it, no cost when I'm in it. Boss for my women, top I ain't spinning. Ooh, ain't saying I got it like that. I am only saying that they doubt it why you rap. If I lost the money, I would get it right back. Man, she got a booty, I would hit it like slap. Ooh, gotta say what's up to you. On a scale of A to Z, you a W. And this is A to B, so see your way out. These bitches love games, so don't get played out. Hey, what's up, hello? I wanna talk for a minute. Getting the money, been a boss for a minute. All up in the slot like floss, I'm the dentist. My bitch is independent, I'm living in the peasant. Oh my god, three molly. She lick me like lollies. Eat my greens like broccoli. Jump up on the ah like an ollie. Gotta eat my veggie, become Spider-Man Magic with the wrist, I guess I got the sleight of hand I watch out for my health, I gotta have my vitamins I gotta get this wealth, money talk, I understand Please, keep my language I've been getting dirty money, trying to pull up in the range red When I'm trying to eat, I don't need a banquet Need a bad bitch that can make a sandwich Hey, what's up, hello, I wanna talk Hey, what's up, hello, I wanna talk Hey, what's up, hello, I wanna talk